When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on a new Sports Stove podcast, Local Hour. We've got some great guests for you. Davion Ross from the EKU football team, Michael Moreno from EKU men's basketball, and Bria Bass from EKU women's basketball. We're going to talk the football game coming up with Jacksonville State, the basketball season so far for both the men and the women, and we'll even cover a little Kentucky sports as well. That and so much more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. Welcome in to a new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. You can find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. The folks at IPM are the best pest control people that you can possibly find in Central Kentucky. They take care of spiders, ants, mice, moles, centipedes, all the other little pests you can think of. And they show up when they say they're going to be there. And they guarantee each service that they do. So you can make sure that uh, your house is protected from pests by using IPM Pests and Termite. Again, myipm.com. If you reach out to IPM, make sure you let them know you heard about them on the Sports Stove Local Hour. We have a loaded show for you today. Very excited to bring on our guests here in just a few minutes from EKU Football. We are bringing in the special teams player of the week, Davion Ross. Had a great conversation with him. We're going to also cover men's basketball with Michael Moreno. And women's basketball, we bring in Bria Bass. A really fun conversation with her and looking forward to sharing that with you as well. We're going to start on the football field as we approach the final home game of the season, the final regular season game, hopefully not the final game of the season, though uh, we're still shooting for the playoffs here as a a must-win situation against Jacksonville State. Coming off the Sam Houston loss, 42-28 against Sam Houston. But the guys really played well, I think, in Sam Houston, against Sam Houston. And, uh, you know, Coach Wells talked about this week in this press conference, was really pleased with the effort put forth. They made some mistakes, yes, it wasn't perfect. But it was much improved over the Stephen F. Austin game. And uh, ultimately, against the number one team in the nation, EKU played well. And so a good job there 
And uh, But now they have to win this game against Jacksonville State for any shot at making the playoffs uh, this year. They have losses against Louisville, Indiana State, Stephen F. Austin, and Sam Houston. That Indiana State loss is is going to continue to haunt them until next season. That's a game that, that they should have won. They know they had it in hand. And, uh, and the, and the um, dominoes just didn't fall the right way for him in that game. But uh, against Jacksonville State, Jacksonville State comes in. They have a new head coach. They uh, replaced their head coach two weeks ago after their win. He just, uh, the coach said, I'm done, and walked away. They were headed that direction anyways. And uh, and so they have a new head coach that that's, you know, uh, only been the head coach now for two weeks. Zarek Cooper, the quarterback, he's the guy to watch for. He's 6'3", 217, almost 1,900 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 interception. As he goes, Jacksonville State goes as well. They have a good run game, um, and they have a good pass game. They're a very balanced offense overall. And uh, they're coming off a win against, uh, let's see here, Lamar and Abilene Christian, two straight wins. They had their losses before that to Sam Houston and Central Arkansas. Of course, Jacksonville State beat Florida State earlier this season. And uh, so they obviously have a very talented team, but it's going to be up to the EKU uh, men to step up and play hard. And uh, one of those guys that's going to need a big game, and he tells us he's going to have it's Davion Ross. So I'm excited to bring this with you. We've enjoyed watching Davion all season long. Uh, three interceptions, three pick sixes, and then, of course, the big kickoff return for a touchdown uh, this past week against Sam Houston as well. So without further ado, let's give you the interview with Davion Ross. We are joined now by EKU cornerback Davion Ross. He's the A-Sun Special Teams Player of the Week. Davion, thanks for being with us. No problem, no problem. Hey, let's get started with that special teams play. Uh, I know your eyes had to be wide open for that one. 98-yard, officially in the books, uh, touchdown return. And uh, that's your is that your first one in college? Uh, it's my second one. Second. Okay. Second return there uh, for college. What did you see? You know, I've never kick, returned kickoffs. I'm the slowest person in the world. So uh, <laughs> what do you see when you receive that kick? How, how early on in the return did you realize, yeah, this one's gone? Uh, as soon as I caught it and maybe about 15 yards in, you know, I seen a big hole and I seen my lead blocker, uh, Keandre in front of me and he made a good block on the kick and no, I cut it back to the inside and I know I was going from there. You've, uh, you're not a stranger to the end zone this season. You've also got three pick sixes on the year and, uh, we've asked this question in press conferences after games and stuff, but all three of your pick sixes have come from pretty much the exact same spot on the field. Um, there's nothing special about that spot, correct? Uh, I don't think it is, but since I got three in the same spot, I guess there is. Yeah, there was a – I don't remember what show it was, if it was uh, uh, Family Matters or if it was Fresh Prince, but one of them had a basketball episode, and the guy found his sweet spot and uh, couldn't miss a shot from his sweet spot. So maybe there's that's your sweet spot there at Roy Kidd Stadium. Um You've had a great year uh, so far this season. We got one more home game, uh, one more regular season game this weekend against Jacksonville State. They bring in a quarterback uh, in Zaderek Cooper, or Zarek Cooper, excuse me. Uh, he's got almost 1,900 yards, 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. What are you seeing from the tape on this game that you're expecting to see from Zarek and from the offense there? 
Um, they got you know they got a pretty good offense. You know our coach uh, got a good game plan against the quarterback. Uh, he played against the quarterback I think three years maybe, and you know he's he know like some of his like downfall stuff. You know to to kind of throw him off his game. So it's senior night. Of course, you're technically a sophomore. Uh, and what is it about this last game, last home game uh, for the seniors on your team? You your defense is stocked full of uh, some veteran guys and things like that. Is there is there extra emphasis this week on closing out the season, the regular season, well for these seniors? Uh, yes, of course. You know, we we want to go out with a bang. You know, some this could be a, a last game that some of these guys maybe play. So you know, we want to go out with a bang and get a win for the for the seniors. Does a win against Jacksonville State? Do you think that uh, that if you guys beat them this weekend, that you guys deserve a playoff spot? I would say yes because you know they was one of the teams last year. I think they went to the quarterfinals, so you know they're they're a pretty good team. You know, they're not no regular average team. Yeah, and, you know, of course, I expect you to say yes. Had <laughs> you said no, I would have been concerned. But um, uh, you're coming off these two losses. Stephen F. Austin, everyone seems to agree uh, in talking to your teammates that, man, just the from the, the whole game, getting off the bus and moving forward, it just weren't, weren't there for that one. But last week against Sam Houston, the outcome still is not what you wanted. But it seems like everyone was much happier with the effort put in the way the game was played, those sorts of things there. And Sam Houston was the number one team in the nation. Uh, was that experience anything different than what you've had before? Um, I would say it was because only because they was the number one team. You know, you want to go out there and, you know, just do the best that you can against the number one team and show everybody else that you can play with anybody, really. You know, I'm watching you this season at cornerback. It seems so just effortless for you. I think you're the best cornerback on the team. Uh, that's just a personal opinion. But uh, nonetheless, the transition to cornerback uh, that you made last year, you know, it's been documented. You weren't super excited about going to cornerback. What was it that uh, was made you hesitant to make the switch to cornerback last year? Um, I really – because at first I didn't want to do it because I thought I wasn't going to be as good at it. But, you know, now that I had, like, more of the offseason and the off time to work on it, you know, I got better at it. So now I can tell that, you know, I'm pretty good at it. Do you think that the, you know, the COVID stuff from last year even maybe slowed down your growth to cornerback? Yes. And what coaches are you really working with or working with you uh, in helping you make that transition? Uh, Coach Frank, you know, Coach Frank, he, uh, he helped me a lot develop my game better you know he's a really good coach and yeah he's a really good coach you know he helped me develop my game a lot do you think that had you stayed on offense you would be getting as much playing time as much uh impact on this team as you're making on defense uh in my opinion i feel like if i was stayed on offense i feel like i still would have been doing a you know a pretty good job because you know i was good on offense in my opinion yeah uh, has there been ever any conversation about hey coach if I get four pick sixes, will you let me? Will you let me just get a little, a couple snaps here and there? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Coach Coach Wells doesn't seem much like the uh, uh, the kind of guy that you negotiate with. Uh, <laughs> but maybe, maybe by your senior season, you'll be able uh, to say, "All right, throw me, throw me a few passes, Coach." Yeah, just get a few. <laughs> uh, this weekend against Jacksonville State, I, I assume that you expect to win. Uh, do you expect this is a game that you guys can? can win going away with, or do you think this might be a closer game? 
Um, I feel like this is going to be a uh, close game. You know, like I said, you know, they're a pretty good team. You know, we're a pretty good team. And when you're playing college football, you know, it's least, it's least likely to have blowouts in the game. So, yeah. Are you more likely to have another pick six or another kick return for a touchdown? Both. Both. That's what I like to hear, Davion. That's what I like to hear. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Davion Ross. Uh, two touchdowns in the Jacksonville State game coming up this weekend. One return, one pick six. Maybe we'll throw in a fumble recovery for a touchdown, too. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk to me a little bit more about your defensive teammates. Um, we've had a number of them on the show throughout the season. Um, you know, you've got Joseph Sales back there playing safety with you. You've got some incredible linebackers. The D-line's been phenomenal. How has the play of your teammates helped you uh, as you have developed into being one of the better uh, defensive backs on the team? Uh, Joseph said, you know, he's a, he's a pretty good safety, you know, he's a very confident safety, you know, and he really helped me with my game. Like, you know, he talked to me about certain plays in here and there, you know, make me more confident. And the linebackers, you know, Kyle Bailey, he's a really good team leader. You know, he gets everybody on track, you know, when he sees that when people head down, he get everybody up, you know, he's just a good team leader. And Matt Jackson, you know, of course, he's a good player, you know, he's a pretty good team leader, too. Lots of leaders on this team. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, I don't. I don't want to get in the next year yet, uh, but it is going to be interesting to see how the transition goes next year as you lose a number of these uh, playmakers on your team and continue to grow. Uh, especially your role as a leader on the on this defense as well. Have you been able to take advantage of any of the um, NIL stuff yet? Uh, no, sir, not yet. Not yet. It's coming though. Four touchdowns on the season. I think it's right around the corner. I would pay you if I had the money to do it. I'm just I don't quite have it have it on me right now. <laughs> but maybe soon, maybe soon we'll have Davian Ross uh uh there taking care of us as well. Uh where can people follow you on social media if they want to? Uh my Instagram is DK underscore Ross05 and my Twitter name is Yo Boy Davion. Yo, boy, Davion. Uh, Davion, it has been an awesome season so far to watch you. I'm looking forward to Saturday's game and uh, hoping that we get to see a playoff game as well. But a phenomenal season this year. Looking forward to seeing the growth again next year. Is there something that you've seen from yourself this year that you are already kind of working on to improve for next year? Um, I would say just getting better at my, you know, at my technique. At corner, yeah, just really just get better at my technique for real. Well, like I said, from from what I can tell, and it's the untrained eye, but I think you're the best corner on the team, and uh, you're electric. You're a blast to watch, both on defense and special teams, and maybe uh, on offense as the years roll on as well. Uh, we'll 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 push uh, Coach Wells to to get you some touches <laughs> there as well. But uh, I sure appreciate you being on the program tonight, and we're looking forward to Saturday's game against Jacksonville State. No problem. Thank you, Davion, for joining us. Uh, he was in a classroom of some sort, so he's so sorry about the background noise uh, there. But uh, we really appreciate him coming on. And, hey, we are going to hold him to that uh, pick six and kickoff return for a touchdown here this weekend. We're looking forward to it. Speaking of this weekend, we are giving away tickets to the Jacksonville State football game on Saturday. And uh, how do you win those tickets, you may say? I want you to go to our social media pages, Twitter and Instagram, at Sports Stove. And then also we're on Facebook, the Sports Stove Podcast. Uh, and we're going to make a post on there Wednesday. 
which is when the opposite comes out. I'm recording this on Tuesday night, but uh, we'll put the, the 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 post out. We'll include the uh, the episode there for people to listen to. And we'll put it in the description, retweet this, uh, to enter into the chance to win tickets for the EKU Jacksonville State game. We have 10 tickets to hand out. We're not going to give all 10 to one person, but we'll give them out in pairings. And uh, so for a chance to win those tickets, if you'd like to go to the game for free on Saturday, uh, all you have to do is go to our social media pages. That is at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram, and then the Sports Stove Podcast on Facebook. Any one of the three. You don't have to go to all three. You can go to all three if you want to. And then the post that says, retweet this post for a chance to win the tickets. All you got to do is retweet, repost. Um, uh, Instagram is a little harder, I guess, so we'll just say like it, and uh, you're good to go on there as well. That'll enter you in. We'll draw randomly from the names of the people who put in. Then we'll reach out to you and let you know if you won those tickets, and we'd like for you uh, to be at that game on Saturday. When we come back, we're going to talk EKU basketball, both men's and women's. The men coming off a uh, last-second loss to James Madison and the women preparing for a road game against Evansville. And uh, so we're going to talk with a couple players and look at the basketball season thus far. When we come back. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer and IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. Let's start with the men's basketball team coming off a tough loss on Tuesday evening against James Madison. 79-78, James Madison scored with just a few seconds left in the game, and then EKU heads down and cannot score. Jamar Brown, uh, uh, well, it went off and uh, down low. But nonetheless, they did not get the bucket to go in. They suffer their first loss of the season. Jansen Williams was having himself a ball game. This uh, The senior transfer comes in here. And what a game, 21 points, five rebounds, but he fouls out early. I think 10 minutes left in the, the game, fouled out, and uh, and nonetheless, they could have used him down the line. Blanton had 14 points, nine rebounds. Moreno, one of six shooting, three points, eight rebounds on the day. Uh, Rob, only four points. Beverly, 10 points. And then Lewis off the bench, 15 big points, five rebounds. And Jamar Brown, 10 points off the bench on two of eight shooting. And all those 10 points, by the way, came in the first half for Jamar Brown as well. There was a lot of issues there. Rebounding was not great. They got out-rebounded 45-35 to in the game. The second half, I think that's ultimately what killed them, was not being able to secure the rebounds. They got offensive rebounds, JMU did, and, uh, and, and easy points because of it. And so that's a tough loss. Their first loss of the season, like we said, for EKU, and uh, not not one that, that they're going to forget anytime too horribly soon. Uh, but the EKU season is off and running, and as a matter of fact, running 
it has been. They they beat Milwaukee on Saturday, seventy seven to seventy one. They were five point underdogs in that game. End up winning by six points. Of course, they blow out Ohio Valley one hundred three to seventy four and Georgetown ninety three to sixty three to start the season. But that Milwaukee game was a great game. James Madison, they they can watch the tape and find probably about I don't know one hundred and twenty two ways that they could have won that game just by cleaning up a few things uh, there. I've not had a chance to uh, uh, listen to the post-game press conference with Coach Hamilton. As a matter of fact, it's going on as I'm recording right now. Um, so we'll listen to that later. You can always find that on EKU's social media pages as well. Be interested to see what he has to say about that. Next up for them is Saturday, 730, following the football game. Uh, they've got Albany. They'll be hosting Albany. And then Monday uh, as well, they'll be hosting Eastern Illinois. Uh, so several winnable games still still upcoming before they get to the West Virginia game uh, on Friday the 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. That'll be an interesting game, needless to say. Now, this next interview was recorded before the game. Uh, so we actually talked to Michael Moreno on Monday uh, so we're not going to get his reaction on the loss to James Madison, but still a good interview. The interview with Michael Moreno is presented by Bible Pathway Baptist Church. Bible Pathway Baptist Church is located on the north side of Richmond. Might be the friendliest church in Richmond. You'll have to go visit to find out for yourself. 1045 Sunday morning is the service time. They also have a one o'clock afternoon service and they'll feed anyone that comes a lunch in between those services and all you got to do is attend a service you get a free lunch that's a pretty good deal they have that lunch every sunday by the way so you're welcome to join in uh there as well just as bible pathway baptist church which is located by the way 464 three forks road and you can find more information on the website at biblepathwaybc.com just as they invite you to come visit them we invite in michael moreno for an interview Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. We are joined now by EKU basketball superstar, according to Coach Hamilton, Michael Moreno. Michael, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. uh, Great start to the season for you. Like I said, Coach Hamilton, every time I've talked to him, every time I've heard him speak about you, he uses that word superstar. Um, And he's talked about other guys being stars, but for you, he says superstar. So is that a uh, lofty expectation? Does it uh, does that does that weigh on you? Does it build confidence? What does that uh, having your coach call you a superstar do for you? Uh, I think it's just a confidence booster in his mind. Um, you know the way Coach Hamilton speaks, he makes everybody sounds like a million bucks. He's you know he would give Don King a run for his money. You know <laughs> he's a heck of a promoter, and he makes us all you know uber confident in ourselves, and allows the fans to you know build some expectation for us. Is expectation a good thing? Absolutely. I feel like if you have no expectation, then you're not afraid to fail. Um, and in this and in this profession, you know, you have to be afraid to fail or else winning doesn't mean anything. So I think expectation is really good. 
Uh, part of the expectation this year is with entering a new conference, the ASUN conference, uh, you know, seeking to win the conference, seeking to go to the tournament, all those kinds of things. Uh, has the transition to the ASUN, does it change anything for you guys as players or is it just kind of different opponents occasionally, but outside of that, no big change? Uh, I mean, it is a drastic change when you look at the grand scheme of things, you know, for the university. But um, for us, it's the same goal, same mission. You know, we want to do the same things that we had uh, on our board in the OVC. So really, it's just new opponents and trying to adjust to that. You guys, uh, and we're recording this on a Monday night, so it's uh, before your Tuesday night game. But let's talk about your game this weekend. Big win over Milwaukee. Uh, long bus trip. I was surprised to hear you guys were taking the bus to Milwaukee, but uh, that trip all together, I mean, a great outcome. You guys were five-point underdogs going into that game. Uh, came out with a six-point win. Uh, how was that trip? I, obviously, the outcome was great, but how did that trip go? Uh, like you said, very long bus ride, about eight hours. Um, but, you know, bus rides like those and all the bus rides we take are bus rides that you know you can build a lot of team chemistry and camaraderie and you can make a lot of memories just just riding the bus you know whether it's something that your teammate says you'll never forget or something happens you know a lot of, a lot can happen on those trips to bring your team closer so uh with that being said it was a great trip um obviously uh Richard Crickshank got to come you know and have sort of a homecoming, had a you know huge section in the stands. And uh, for us to get a win in front of his family was big time. But for ourselves, you know, that's a very good confidence booster that we can go on the road this early and, you know, compete and not only compete, but get wins and, you know, grid out wins. So I think it was a great overall trip for us on both sides. Yeah. The first two games of the season were games that you guys were supposed to win, and you did. Um, do you – how much do you enjoy those games versus – you know, I, I know you enjoy the close games, the competitive games and things like that. Um, those, we always call them cupcake games. Those those games against lesser opponents. I'm not trying to bash Georgetown or, uh, but anyways, how, how do you guys use those games to prepare you for what's ahead? Those games are the games where I think it's really important to build good habits and to work on your work on your game, work on your uh, execution, you know, your sets and different defenses, offenses, you need to work on everything to be able to get better at those. Uh, as Coach says in the locker room, before games like that, these are games where we get better and we just do us. Um, and we do us every single game. That's the plan. But those type of games are the games where we need to execute and, you know, sharpen up on the things that we may be a little sloppy on. And it's, like I said, on my end, I think it's where you build good habits. Um, you want to treat those games the same, you know, so that we a better game comes in the future, whether it's, you know, in the NCAA tournament, the ASUN tournament, or anything like that, you you don't treat it any different. You just treat it like a game. So I think it's a building of good habits and working on uh, getting better as a team. You guys brought in several veteran players this year, transfers and things like that. How was the adjustment in the locker room for you guys? How long did it take you guys to start to really, um, you know, come together as a team and because uh, obviously, yeah, I talked with Coach Hamilton about this a couple of weeks ago. But when you have, you know, guys that have been in the university and you have freshmen coming in underneath them, you kind of have that natural flow of leadership. Well, this time you guys are bringing in a guy that's 24 and <laughs> you're bringing in some other veteran guys in there. Right. So how has that gone with with melding together that that locker room? Oh, about as seamless as possible. Um, you know, those guys, because they've been a part of other locker rooms, they kind of know what to expect as far as on the court, off the court. We just had to get used to each other. Um, but that was really easy because, uh, we have a lot of great guys in our, in our locker room, you know, guys want to be here, guys want to 
you know, be a part of something special. We all have similar goals in mind and similar interests. So it makes it real easy to be around someone that has the same interests as you. Um, so it's been really good that way. And those guys didn't come in, you know, with like a chip on their shoulder or anything. You know, they came in knowing and being confident in themselves that they're going to be a part of something and not just, you know, be another piece in a cog. You know, like they, they were going to mean something to this. So, you know, they didn't try to come in and, you know, overestablish themselves or underestablish themselves. They came in and did exactly what they needed to do to become part of a, you know, a structured team. So that's been the really, really easy part. How disappointed were you that Cooper Rob came to play with you? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that at all. I, I was very excited because I know that Cooper, of all people, can fit in our system very well. Um, you know, I kept up with him at Charlotte, and he, you know, really enjoyed his time there. Um, made a lot of good friends, made a lot of memories, and it was good for him to get away from home. But I feel like, you know, with him looking for another opportunity, I feel like there was no more perfect place. Um, then to, to come here because, you know, the fast-paced style and everything, I think he's a perfect fit. He can score, um, but he can really defend. And he can really get after players, not only in the press, but in the half court. So I think this style, you know, where coach allows us to play really free, he gives us an opportunity to be able to be ourselves more and, you know, kind of show some personality when we play. So I was really excited um, that he came to play with me but I know it wasn't just for me I know that this opportunity was a lot better for him just simply for him so you guys have an incredibly deep team this year mm-hmm. um what have you noticed in practice this year versus previous years I mean we just compete um I think the competition level is you know very very high uh you know for me it feels like we kind of have our own version of you know the five-star kids that come out of high school the you know high-rated blue chip kids they come out and they go to places like Kentucky or Duke to get that competition I feel like having a bunch of veterans around we kind of have our own version of that you know because we're trying to win conference championships and we have guys that have been in big moments so you know playing against that every day you have veterans who know how to play college basketball you know because there's the difference between just playing ball and then playing in a college basketball game because everything's hard-earned. So having that, you know, there's no lack of competition whatsoever, and we get in we get after each other every day. So, Well, the the theme is the uh, most exciting 40 minutes in sports. It's definitely a very exciting 40 minutes. Uh, I got to be there in person last week and looking forward to – I won't be there Tuesday, but uh, Saturday be there as well, cheer you guys on and – uh, it's a pleasure to watch you guys cheer you on. Looking forward to what's ahead this season. Michael Moreno, we sure appreciate you taking the time uh, with us on the Sports Stove tonight, and uh, good luck moving forward. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on, man. Thank you, Michael. We sure appreciate him taking the time to be with us and uh, chat with us this week. We'll continue to bring you uh, the best EKU basketball coverage and interviews all throughout the season. Moving on now to women's basketball, one and one coming into Wednesday. The EKU women's basketball is underneath the uh, brand new Greg Todd era. They opened the season, a 74-51 victory over Transylvania, and then dropped game two to Northern Kentucky, 76-61. But uh, they really played well, especially that second half uh, there against Northern Kentucky. So uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment with Bria Bass. As well, Wednesday night, tonight, if you're listening to this first thing on Wednesday, uh, if you're listening to us on Thursday, last night, uh, Kentucky played, Eastern Kentucky, excuse me, played Evansville. Uh, They play Evansville Wednesday night. Then Monday, they are home against Union 
And uh, then Saturday, the 27th, after Thanksgiving, they'll be home again against Xavier. Uh, so a fun game there as well. The Greg Todd era is off and running as well. And uh, this team really seems to respect Coach Todd and what he's bringing to the table. He seems to have already earned their respect. And there's a confidence level there, and we'll talk about that in just a moment with Bria. Uh, but there's a confidence level there that maybe this team, uh, well, not maybe, this team will not be satisfied without success. And so can they get major success in year one under Greg Todd? We are going to wait and see on that one. But this team is fun. They're energetic. They go after it. And uh, they're they're a really, really fun team to watch. And one of the things that makes them fun is their senior leadership, um, led by no one else other than Bria Bass. Now, there are other seniors. I don't mean to diminish them, and I apologize uh, if you took it that way. But Bria is, uh, is, is one of those people, when you just watch on the floor, she demands uh, attention. And uh, Coach Todd talks about that to some degree in his press conference as well after the game this last week. But uh, I'm excited to bring this interview to you. Bria was an awesome conversation. And uh, after talking with her, I'm even more excited to see this season with EKU women's basketball and to see what Bria goes on to do uh, moving forward as well. So without making you wait any longer, let's talk with EKU's women's basketball leader, Bria Bass. We are joined now by one of the leaders of the EKU Women's Basketball Program, uh, Bria Bass. Bria, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Definitely. You guys are on the road getting ready for your game Wednesday night against Evansville. And uh, good start to the season so far. I want to start off with asking you about the transition underneath Coach Greg Todd and uh, how that's gone. I heard you talking earlier in the year about um, that he's a little different than what you've had in the past. <laughs> but uh, how's that transition been going? For me personally, and I think the team overall, it has been great. Um, he's come in here and basically gave his demands of how he wanted us to play. And it's either you fit in or you don't. And we pretty much all fit in. We know his demands and what he expects. So we just go out and practice and play every day to exceed his expectations. The team that you guys have this year, it was kind of built sort of late in the year, later than normal, because of Coach Todd coming in and things like that. How quickly have you guys been able to begin to kind of come together as a team, getting to know each other since it was kind of late in the process? I think the group of girls that were brought in this year, and including the returners, just automatically clicked over the summer. Um, we had the month of June to pretty much get to know each other and get acclimated. And once we started we basically just hit the ground running we hung out every single day um got to know each other a lot more we played pretty much every day in practice we scrimmaged so it has become easier to know how each other move and like just build chemistry on and off the court you've got several girls that are from other countries um it, is it harder or easier to adjust to that or is it kind of the same because you're dealing with with people from all over the country anyhow. <laughs> Does it matter when they're international versus uh, American? I don't think it matters for us. Personally, I think we all treat each other like sisters. So with them being so far from home, um, we just became their second family. Mm -hmm. And with us building chemistry, like I said, it's just flown. Like we just mesh together well. And that's always great to hear, especially when talking about a new coach. You know, Coach Todd, we had him on several weeks ago. And one of the things he talked we talked with him about was kind of 
rebuilding this program to, to a degree as well. Of course, you're a vital part of that because you're one of the holdovers. You're one who's been around. You've seen, you've been through a couple different coaches now <laughs> uh, and had to transition, which I think probably helps you uh, or helps the team that you've been through transitions before to kind of help these new girls. Does that, have you noticed that as well? Um, yes, I have with me going through three new coaches and coach Todd being my third coach um, overall. I think I just took different things to know and like learn from my two other coaches, um, good things and bad things that I could work on and use it to share with the other girls. You have a lot of experience at EKU. As a matter of fact, if the notes are correct, you have played in every single game since you've been on campus at EKU. Yes, I have. Thankfully, I thank the Lord above that I have not been hurt and I have been able to play every season fully healthy. And you started a large majority of those games, not all of them, but uh, I just, when I saw that note, I thought, my goodness, I was looking through the biography on the EKU website and, you know, it goes year by year and says, you know, played in these many games. And each one was like played in every game, played in every, and I thought, my <laughs> soul. Uh, so, so hopefully it all goes well this year. This will be five straight years of every game uh, yes. being played. Coach said uh, at the at the end of the game last week, he said, Bria is the kind of player you don't have to call a play for. She'll always get hers. Mm -hmm. um, is that something that you've kind of uh, pride yourself in, that, that mentality of just being where you're supposed to be, getting those rebounds, grabbing different things, and creating for yourself? Um, yes, and it started way more probably around my freshman year getting into college. I just decided to focus more on rebounding, and I found that when I rebound more and defend, then the points just take care of itself. So it's not like a big weight on my shoulders, oh, I have to score, I have to score. If I do the little things, everything else will fall in line. Do you think that that's something that every player should strive for, or does it fit a characteristic, a personality trait, something like that? I think it's a good aspect for every player to have. I just feel sometimes that once you get too consumed and I have to score, I have to score, then the other side of the ball goes out the window and the little details that you should focus on to help you win games also goes out the window. Uh, the uh, ASUN Conference now, EKU has joined the ASUN Conference, first year in the conference. Is there anything, have you noticed anything yet? I know you haven't gotten into conference play yet, but is there? have you noticed anything different uh, with being a part of the A-Sun, are you expecting anything different with being a part of the A-Sun? Um, I'm expecting it to be a little more competitive um, because of the, you know, how A-Sun is and the teams that they have in there. They're all really good teams that play hard. So for us to, like, make this road to the tournament that we want to in this run in the tournament, I think that all these games and the steps that we're taking is preparing us for that um, job. Um, when you're done this year, of course, your college career will be done this year. Um, what's your plans moving forward? Are, are you planning on sticking with the, with the sport coaching, something like that, or what's your plans moving forward? <laughs> okay. Well, recently my plan was to be a nurse. Um, but I actually talked to coach Todd and I want to be the GA because I just feel like once, you know, as a senior, once you leave basketball, it's just, that's it. Like that's all you knew coming into college. That's all you worked for. So after that, it's just like, what do I do? What do I do? Um, but I talked to some of my coaches, coach Brown about maybe going overseas. If that is an opportunity that I might consider it, or we talked about me coaching, 
But honestly, I told her, if they're anything like me, oh my gosh, please help us all because <laughs> I'm a handful sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it takes one to know one and uh, <laughs> that can help. That can help on the bench uh, for sure. Um, you guys you have started your season off one and one uh, tough game against Northern Kentucky, but you guys really just battled the entire game. The, the final outcome is obviously not what you wanted, um, mm-hmm. but it was impressive to watch you guys just continue to fight and, uh, and and try to claw your way back into that game. What what are you taking from these first two games and trying to teach with the younger girls on the team and also trying, I guess, to improve with yourself? I just want to take from these first two games um, from myself and for the team that we actually have heart and we actually fight like to the end and just working on how we came out the second half for NKU making that second half exactly like the first half. And then it won't even be a ball game because pretty much in the second half, I feel like we played how EKU plays and we did all the little things that we usually do. So now we just have to figure out how to transfer that half and make it the first half and complete 40 minutes, just like that. Obviously your goal is to win the conference, go to tournament, all those sorts of things. With this being a rebuilding year, when you look at what's ahead for this season, what would you say would make a uh, successful season this year for your team? I think for us to be successful or just to make the successful season is us getting to the tournament. It's not like we don't have the pieces to do it. I really believe we have the pieces to do it. We have each other. Um, when everybody else is counting us out, we believe in ourselves and pretty much this entire group of girls, all 15 of us, that's all I need and the coaches and we can make a run to the tournament and make some noise. I like it. I like the confidence. We had uh, Davion Ross on uh, earlier as well. He's on the same episode. Michael Moreno's on the episode as well. And it seems like mm-hmm. every program, every every aspect of EKU athletics, there is a great confidence about them right now, including you all. Bria, you're a blast to watch. We're looking forward to cheering you on the rest of the season. And we sure appreciate you taking the time uh, with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Bria. And like I said, I just absolutely uh, loved talking with Bria and looking forward to continuing to watch this team moving forward uh, this season. Coach Todd brings in, you know, winning. That's what he's done all his career. He's won wherever he's gone. And uh, having players like Bria and the other senior leadership on this team uh, here to be able to begin building this program is a huge benefit to, to Greg Todd. And uh, and definitely a lot of success coming for this team, even this year, when very few people may expect it. Uh, it it could definitely be this year that they make some noise. So thank you, Bria, for being with us. We really enjoyed chatting with you. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of Kentucky sports. We'll talk Kentucky basketball and Kentucky football. What is ahead for this weekend uh, and so far in this season as well. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer and IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. Hey, everybody. It's Vin Stover, host of the Sports Stove Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about Bible Pathway Baptist Church in Richmond, 
Kentucky. There's a lot of chaos going on in the world these days, and Bible Pathway Baptist Church wants to help you through the Bible. They're a back-to-the-basics kind of church. All services are traditional. All are welcome to attend. Sunday morning service is at 10.45 a.m., followed by a free lunch for all that attend and a 1 o'clock afternoon service as well. You can find more information at BiblePathwayBC.com. Bible Pathway Baptist Church, they're located at 464 Three Forks Road on the north side of Richmond. And again, find more information at BiblePathwayBC.com. Welcome back to the Sports Stove Podcast Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. We've had a great episode so far and great guests. Before we close out today, though, we want to talk a little bit of Kentucky sports, University of Kentucky, that is. And uh, the basketball continues to win since their Duke loss. Mount St. Mary came into Lexington. Kentucky wins 80-55. to in that game, continuing their cupcake season at the moment. Oscar Shibway, 24 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, that's pretty good. Keon Brooks, 10 points. Washington at 16. Wheeler had 12 points. Got a lot of guys in in this game, but not a whole lot of production necessarily from the other fellas that played in this game. Uh, Grady, only three for five. That's not bad, right? But he's been scoring a lot more. Eight points on the day for him. Kentucky continues to fight forward in this basketball season, trying to get ready for the rest of the year. They've got Ohio coming up next on Friday, and then Albany on Monday, North Florida next Friday, Central Michigan the following Monday after that. Not a whole lot of exciting games in the Kentucky schedule uh, for a while until really you get to December the 18th when Ohio State uh, and Kentucky face off there. And then it gets really fun uh, the rest of the season. But nonetheless, all that matters right now is getting better and preparing for what is ahead on this season. You want to make sure that you're in the right spot, uh, no doubt. Kentucky football, three straight losses until last week. They broke that with a win over Vanderbilt. They're now 7-3. and three. And this week they face off against New Mexico State. New Mexico State is 1-9 and nine on the season. Um, not a great team, needless to say. Kentucky should win this game, and they should win it handily. They are massive favorites in this game. Uh, the last line that I saw was a 36-point favorite. That's a lot of point uh, points there for them to be differentiated against New Mexico State. But really, what it comes down to this Kentucky football season now is the last game of the season against Louisville, which will be the Saturday uh, after Thanksgiving and uh, a really a must-win situation for Kentucky at that point, uh, because although eight and three, uh, let's see here, that would be eight and four if they lost. Nine and three is a better season, of course, and and a lot of disappointment coming off the losses to Mississippi State and Tennessee, but they rebounded against a team that they needed to blow out. They they really handed Vanderbilt handled Vanderbilt with no issues, and they should do the same with New Mexico State this week as well. And it'll, it'll be fun to see them finish out the season, see what bowl they get, and all of those fun things there also. Before we go today, we want to give a shout-out to a Richmond, Kentucky resident, and that is the man by the name of Harry the Hurricane Hunsucker. Harry Hunsucker is a UFC fighter. He made his debut earlier uh, in the year, and he filled in on short notice for his first UFC fight and a fight that he had really not much of a chance of winning. And he did not win. He got knocked out pretty early in that one. But 
Uh, he's got another bout set for December the 18th. He's had a full camp and will have a full camp to prepare uh, for Mr. Taffa uh, there as well. So big congrats to Harry Hunsucker. He's been on our program uh, twice before, not the local hour, but the Sports Stove podcast uh, twice before. You can go back and find those episodes. We're trying to work out a way to get him on uh, the program here, the local hour as well. But he is in the midst of a camp uh, getting ready for that fight there. So we'll continue to work on that. But congratulations to Harry Hunsucker getting his next UFC fight December the 18th. Make sure you tune in. That'll be on ESPN Plus, which is the same place that you can watch the EKU, most EKU games as well. Big thank you to Bible Pathway Baptist Church and IPM Pest and Termite for their part in sponsoring this program. Make sure you go visit Bible Pathway Baptist Church and make sure you reach out to IPM to help let them take care of your pest issues. Make sure you let them know that you heard about them on the Sports Stove Local Hour. We'll be at the game on Saturday, the football game and the bath basketball game don't forget we're giving away free tickets to the football game on saturday uh go to our social media page on twitter and instagram it's at sports stove and then facebook the sports stove podcast and there will be a post to uh, let you know how you can enter into a chance to win two tickets to saturday's football game and then come on over to the basketball arena afterwards for the basketball game as well come out and say hi to me if you if you, you're at the basketball game it'd be harder to do with the football game in the press conference in the press box but in the basketball game i'm sitting there at a table easy access just come say hey vince uh listen to the show nice to meet you introduce yourself all those kinds of things i would really appreciate it make sure you share subscribe um rate review all those good things for the podcast and make sure you let everyone know all eku fans especially know that we are here doing our best to cover each of the teams there. Congrats to the volleyball team, by the way, headed down to the playoffs as well. They play on Thursday, so good luck to you ladies there. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Local Hour. Thank you to Davion Ross, Michael Moreno, Priya Bass for coming on, and for the EKU staff on lining up those interviews for us. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.